0: Here right now. You're listening to the Matt Madness Podcast. Uh, uh. They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Ron Pashery. With me this week are my good friends, Ek2Fly, Eric Trembicki. Hello. International YouTube superstar, Preptagon Jr., Josh Prepiguina. Preppy Melts. <laughs> and Mr. Wednesday Night Live. We call him Alo. The you ladies call like him sandwich. Balo. Aaron Lloyd. So, welcome to the show. WrestleMania is two weeks from Sunday. Uh, before we get into our show, we have Falls Count Anywhere with Russ and Matt. The Perfect Edge with Donovan the Lowdown Lloyd. We have a bunch of Throwback Madness Road to WrestleMania episodes available with a new one available on Monday. Uh, we have a whole library of unsanctions. Subscribe. Five-star reva- ratings and reviews on iTunes. Uh, check out Elroy Prepson on YouTube.
2: Alo, would you like to move a little merch? Yes, yeah, so if you want to embrace the madness and flourish WrestleMania weekend, you can head over to co- whatamaneuver.net and... If you. And you can also head over to carlnobble.com. He's put promo code Matt Man for 10% off your order.
1: Only working promo codes in the promo code business. Uh, we're going to start off with there's one huge piece of news in the wrestling industry. One huge story. Uh, big cash was cleared to return to action. <laughs> uh, obviously, I'm kidding. Daniel Bryan uh, cleared to return to in-ring action. Uh, before we get into any of the actual show stuff, Uh, I think him retiring may have been arguably the biggest story in the Matt Madness era. And now him coming back is bigger than that. So is it possible Daniel Bryan is the two biggest stories that we've had in the time we've been doing the podcast? Is there anything else that's been that big? Goldberg came back. So no. (laughs) No. In 1998, they would have loved it. I, but. I, rise out of you, check <laughs> en- Enzo got released. Yeah, that was a big story <laughs> that I was quite happy about. Uh, but I'm more happy about this, so I don't know. Prep, I'm going to start with you because I know that you've been waiting to talk about it. And I know you tried really hard to not talk to me about it before we started the show. So what are your feelings on Daniel Bryan's
3: Return. This is. I know how you always say that CM Punk is the biggest story that can happen in wrestling, but to me, this is the biggest thing that can happen to, in wrestling, and it happened. Daniel Bryan got cleared finally. Um, it's. I'm happy about it. Like I was really emotional, like seeing him get back in the ring. His speech returning was to me just as good if not better than his speech when he retired it it hit home like i was over the moon because he's someone who i feel like got the short end of the stick and now he gets to get back in and do what he loves you can tell that the guy loves his family like brie i don't know if anybody loves their wife as much as daniel bryan loves brie bella like that's so evident. Every time he says her name, he starts to I know to one tear person up. sitting across from me right now who loves his wife <laughs>
1: more <laughs> than Daniel Bryan loves Brie Bella.
0: <laughs> Fact!
3: <laughs> Good job, Pat. <laughs> but continue. Hashtag <laughs> hot reekin' wife. <laughs> First lady of Mad Madness. Oh, but um, it's just something that... I couldn't wait to happen. I do. I don't know. Like, there's something about the timing.
2: Of course. Why
3: now? What's going on? Because everybody knows that you could just pay Dr. Maroon to clear you. Mm -hmm. Like, why wouldn't they clear this guy in the first place? He's probably been good for like two years now. Oh, yeah. So, that's my only thing. I don't want to question it. I just want to enjoy it for what it is. And, please, everybody, just be careful. Yeah. Like, like I don't want him to change his style. Like, when he was throwing those drop kicks, I was... I stood up. Like, I couldn't wait to see those things happen again. So, I'm just going to take it for what it is and enjoy my enjoy it while it lasts. I don't... I think he resigns, too. If he's up in September... Yeah. He's, he's not going anywhere. So right. anybody, uh, the Indy Marks that you guys like to always talk about, if they're expecting <laughs> him to like be all in, No, nah, he's not all in, dog. He's re-signing. Yeah, my other questions or were how long... He can be all
0: in when his contract expires a month later. But
1: either <laughs> way. Yeah, my next question, or my other two questions were, how long did WWE know this was going to happen? And is this
3: desperation on their part?
2: When the shrink... Like, we
3: need something big. So we're going to clear him for WrestleMania. When that Shane stuff started, that's when they knew. But he found out the day before. Like, he said that. And Daniel Bryan's someone who's so transparent, he's not going to work you. Like, he tells it like it is. And I can't wait to hear what their explanation is. Because he's got clearance from every doctor in the world. But he probably didn't, like... What's his name? Maroon probably was like, yo I have these four doctors you have to go to literally probably the only four doctors in the world that he didn't go see Like
2: yeah because I have no doubt that he was cleared to compete months ago and they just were just like holding it holding off and building his whole storyline with um, with Shane and Owen and Zayn but so I
1: knew this was happening. The first day the first show we did after the start of that, I said he's going to yeah. be in a WrestleMania. Yeah, match. we kept we kept and saying we like, all kind
2: of agreed on it. And like, what the hell are they going to do
1: doing here? this makes no sense. So you think basically everyone knew but him?
2: Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if he if he got cleared by all those doctors and they made him go go through all these other doctors. If he got cleared by all the other doctors in the world, and except for these WWE picked these four supposed doctors or whatever, then. They can hold off and say, and, and just keep it secret, and just like we'll, we'll clear you, at, we'll clear them, at, we'll clear him at this point. But after his matches, he has to go through examinations and stuff, which I, w- I w- already would assume would be a part of his a, a part of the agreement of him coming back to the ring anyway.
1: Yeah. So Eck, I know you have been on record before as the like the one guy who did not like Daniel Bryan when he was active, and you've said recently on I believe it was on our WrestleMania, th- uh, maybe it wasn't. WrestleMania 31 throwback when he was in the ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. You said that you kind of regretted that you didn't enjoy him while he was doing it, and now you have a second chance to do it. How do you feel?
0: Well, I know also for a fact the first time you and I met when he got thrown (laughs) over the top rope at the Royal Rumble, I popped. I was probably one of two people tops in that arena that popped for him getting eliminated because I was like, oh, geez, he's going to win this, and... Obviously, it goes a different way, but, you know, he had a a common story of being an underdog. But this story right now of his comeback, whether it was known, whether it was predictable, this was definitely something I think everyone wanted. Me, even someone that was never a huge Dan O'Brien fan or borderline not even a fan of him. This is this is money. It, you could print it, bring them back, have a match, have a dream match, but is it going to happen? It's one of those things I know I wanted it to happen as someone that was never a huge fan of him. But, I mean, this story is damn near beautiful.
1: <laughs>
3: so you're excited? Yeah. I'm I looking have, forward to it. I have something else, too, because here's the thing with him coming back that's really interesting. The fact that him coming back automatically puts everybody else to the back of the line. Daniel Bryan is automatically the most over person on the roster. He's the biggest baby face they can have. And WrestleMania, we're going to see how they're going to counteract that. Because I don't want to speculate yet. We'll leave that for our WrestleMania show. But something's probably going to happen. I'm going to love it. <laughs> but there's a lot of people who's going to hate it. <laughs> You don't want to talk about it yet. I don't. I really want to save you it for sure? WrestleMania show.
2: I don't think you're on that week. He'll be
3: here. <laughs> i was to hey, right? It. I'll, I'll send it in. Okay, right. I'll definitely okay. send it in. Sounds good.
1: So, Alo, I know you kind of talked about what you think happened behind the scenes, but what are your feelings on this happening?
2: Well, I felt I'm I feel I'm really happy about it because I'm re, re, um, listening to Russell, throwback WrestleMania 31, and I was just basically drooling over the guy <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my God, I'm so excited!" Like even when I got the um the Instagram notification, I was like, "Are you ser- serious? Like I can't I can't believe it!" Like, but after it happened, cause it was like now everything has kind of come full circle with this whole Shane and. Owens and Zayn storyline, because like I said, I, I wholeheartedly believe that they knew they were going to clear him this whole time. They just kept it under, under wraps. And I'm happy for, the, happy for him because it also comes full, full circle because his biggest moment in his career was in New Orleans, and now his return will be in New Orleans. I'm very excited for him for that. And like Prep said, it puts everybody to the back of the line, because no matter what, his contract's up in September, they're going to push his God to the moon at this point. And it gives us something fresh. Like, we've been forced to read the same stuff for months and months and months at a time. And Dan Bryant, no matter who you really put him in there with, it makes something new and intriguing. No matter how, even though that's just paraphrasing for we don't know how it's going to play out and what lines he's going to be given and what's the story going to be. But he'll always be that underdog no matter, no matter what feud he's going to be in when he comes back. And it's always going be re- be to be about recovery and re, and re- um, getting his dream back, and the first thing he needs to do after this whole Sami Zayn thing, because I think he's going to Raw right after this, because you got to put him on Raw.
0: I was just thinking that. I mean, like, well, it's another way to save SmackDown.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: No, because I, I think he'll be good on SmackDown, but with the whole redraft or shakeup, whatever they're going to do with both shows, we don't know how that's going to play out yet, but if you move Daniel Bryan to Raw, you can move two big names to SmackDown. Because if you move Daniel Bryan to Raw, that's a star right there. And then you can also move possibly Seth Rollins. And, and make, Finn Balor. And Finn, and Finn Balor or somebody or one of your other top names. You can move them to SmackDown so, so Brian could be more of a focal point on Raw because you would want to put most of the focus on him. And the first thing he to do if he does go to Raw or, or if this person goes to SmackDown, he has to face The Miz. I wanted to be for over the Intercontinental title because that was a title that he had before he well he relinquished the title when he got when he got hurt the first time so well the last time The so, Miz
3: doesn't catch people so I'm scared <laughs> <laughs> yeah so
2: I I think that he has to fake because because like that was even a feud without him even being a wrestler and the Miz still mocks him to this day and I think the first thing that happens when he goes back to raw he'll face the if he goes back to raw which i think he like will like he's been
1: waiting for this opportunity yeah. to get his hands on yeah and
2: on that's him. a built in story at the cell from the past 2 years and even going back to the whole NXT days and that that'll be a great story for him to cut. that'll be a great story for his first singles program to be and i'm looking forward to it cuz it brings all new kind of matchups you can get him versus roman you can if you go to raw you can get him versus um samoa joe prep you can get him <laughs> Oof. Potentially, potentially him versus Finn. Potentially Finn um, against Finn Balor. Him and Elias would be fun. Him going to a toe Braun Strowman. I think it'd be enter- entertaining. Like there's so much you can actually do now. Him versus AJ. You know, there's so much you can actually do. And Dan and Bryan coming um, coming back, being clear to ru- being clear to wrestle, is bring so much life into the company. Like people in WWE, well, the fans, they're so energized about it. And I think you you've been. Um, Hasn't hesitant about liking WrestleMania and even wanting to go. But I'm sure this, like, gives you a feel-good moment and a reason to go. So,
1: yeah, my thoughts are, I have a few thoughts. One, obviously I'm happy because how many people get to actually do the thing that they love to do for a living? Like, that's their life. He was one of those few people that got to do it and got taken away from him. So I'm happy to see him get put in a position where the thing that was taken away from him, he's getting back. Um, Obviously, he's a guy that everyone loves. So it's awesome to see fans get back this thing that they've been missing for so long. They probably, most people thought they were never going to get to have again. Um, And there's the, the famous saying of, you know, you can never go home again or whatever the phrase is. And I'm hoping this is a case where, The ball was dropped with Daniel Bryan before. Even though he became the champion, they never saw him as the guy. And I think now, or I hope anyway, and this is a question you three could answer, I think he's coming in now with them knowing this is the guy we're building this thing around for right now. Do you agree with that? This is going to be the focal point
3: of the company right now? I would think at least for SmackDown. He is John Cena. John Cena's taking the step back. He's gonna be that number one babyface, as much as, as much as everybody thinks. Oh, Roman's getting shoved down our throat, which I hate when people say because they don't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan is gonna lead that locker room. He's gonna be the guy on the roster. I don't care what anybody says. I'll argue that to the death that he's the one. Yeah,
1: Alo, do you agree with that that they finally see now? Oh yeah, wholeheartedly. Cool. Like, thank God we have this back to do yeah, this again. Because
2: even on SmackDown when he was GM, he was getting booed a few weeks, a few weeks ago, I believe. He got he was getting booed. But now, like I said in my earlier statement, that he's back, he's gonna get pushed to the moon. I'm not sure if that'll lead the, like I said, he has to face the Miz no matter what. But I guarantee you, before his contract's supposed to run out, he'll be WWE or Universal Champion.
1: Yeah. So the the other thought I have is obviously one of the worst thing in life is having regrets or missing an opportunity or squandering something. Cause usually once a moment is passed you, you never get it back. So it's cool that just to see an opportunity revisited. You know, it, it's gonna be really fun to see. Uh so I'm excited about that. Um and I just hope one that nothing bad happens. Because obviously as much of a feel-good thing as this is right now, that will feel ten times worse yeah. than this feels good. Yeah, so, you, go, go ahead. Here's a thought. Now,
0: and this is coming from someone that is on record saying not being a huge fan of him, but I love the feel-good aspect and the moment that we're getting out of this. It's almost going to be, and you we all know you, when you're watching a match and someone takes a bad bump, you cringe. Mm-hmm. It almost gives me that feeling of SummerSlam O2, Triple H, (laughs) and Sean because there is some parallels there. And if you'd asked me pre-retirement for Daniel Bryan, would I ever draw the comparison? People used to make it all the time, and I was never one of them. But, I mean, Sean was told he'd never wrestle. Daniel was told he'd never wrestle. He got to come back. Daniel's getting to come back.
1: This is going to have a lot of similarities. It is unfortunately a thing for Daniel is where Sean, it was a back injury. And it was a go-to for every Shawn match, go after his back. The fact that Daniels is his head, they're not going to be able to target his head. Well, because if he has, that,
0: f- if he has that feud with Joe, Joe <laughs> did that muscle buster. Yeah, it's, it's, so, it's, much, it's so much <laughs> yeah, of a... much hasn't
3: done the muscle buster since. They
1: banned the curb stop. He'll bring it back. It's so much of a... Touchy subject with concussions that they're not going to be able to use that really as storyline. I don't think.
2: Well, I think they they took a big step forward what they did on SmackDown for the bumps he did take. Like, prep say he did those drop kicks in the corner. I was shocked. I, but, same. But how how great was the feel good moment of seeing him actually be able to fight back? Right. And that was a great moment. Even the um the apron power bomb. Like, okay, they're all in with this.
3: Yeah. Yeah, they're not holding back. Um, yeah, I don't. I didn't like that. It was automatic, like oh stretcher job, because we got that. We'll get to it the night before, mm-hmm. but it's like, still they showed like okay, like we're not like gonna hold back. He's gonna wrestle like, cause I was at first I was like, well, all right, if he's gonna come back tonight, I don't want to see physicality. But then well, when it, it happened, you know was, was but then when it happened, I was like, okay, never mind. I needed to see this to assure myself mm-hmm. because. There were stuff coming out. Oh well, he's he's gonna get cleared, but he's not gonna take a bump in the match. Like no, that's stupid. Why would they do that?
1: Yeah, and this assured me
3: that he's definitely gonna take bumps.
1: To X point about cringe, like when I cringe when somebody takes a bad bump. The way I'm gonna feel about Daniel Bryan is the way I feel watching Joel Embiid. <laughs> because... Fragile. <laughs> yeah, he, missed, he gets hurt before he gets drafted I don't get with his
3: it. foot. I need to ask Russ about it. Yeah, that.
1: yeah. <laughs> he His foot doesn't heal properly after his first season. He misses a whole other season after a surgery. And I told people, he's going to be 10 years into his career, and every time he falls, every time... He looks uncomfortable. I'm going to be terrified that he's hurt. I'm never going to feel okay about his health,
2: ever. Yeah, what happened? Um, did he, like, get hurt on, on a pick and roll or something a few weeks ago? So he got hurt on, yeah, he screamed someone,
1: and someone bumped into his leg. Okay. And the way he fell, he banged his knee on the floor. But his knee buckled, and people thought it was the knee injury he had last year when he hyperextended his knee. But that's how I'm going to feel. Every time he does anything, I'm going to be like, oh, my God, I'm going to freak out no matter what he does. Yeah,
2: and I was holding off on talking about this with you guys the other um, in the group message, but I think, no doubt, we're getting an Uncle Teddy special.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's almost the best way to go with it. I mean, how other fantasy way would you want it? Yeah, because there's, there's too many people involved in the story. Yeah,
2: and the fact that he, um, he admitted of living vicariously through Owens and I Sammy, he did yeah, admit that because I thought he would turn heel in this tag team match. I I know that's gonna be a tag team match. I thought he would just turn on Shane, right? But he actually like admitted, like, yeah, I was like living vicariously through you guys, and then they attacked him. So I think, no doubt, that this is gonna be a tag team match, and I think he'll resign from being the GM of SmackDown because I think SmackDown just needs a whole new, a a whole new um management basically because when Ty is seeing Shane, Brian. He's a, I'm tired of seeing him in After the After Daniel
0: Bryan, there's a rumor on who's next, and I want to hear your guys' opinion on it. But one question I, I want to have for prep. In hindsight, we all seen what happened on Raw. We'll get to that. They basically did do the same job with the stretcher. I guess for everyone, if you had an ideal way this could end without doing the stretcher or separating these guys, what would it be? For, how for... could they have done this better? How could they oh, have what, done this? Oh, with the yeah.
3: stuff? Just go off the air. Like I don't think there was any need for the stretcher.
0: My and maybe it's a nitpick. I feel like they don't do it enough. I feel like anytime you get someone that's not involved in a storyline, you bring the whole roster out to separate them. Look how beloved Daniel Bryan is. The training he does with the younger guys that have been signed from the Indies. You're telling me a whole locker
1: room full of people and no one could come out to his aid? No. One? Yeah, they they could have made a big deal out of someone who's not a big deal right now by having someone come out and to get in the middle of it or get
0: involved. Or not even, I mean, what, like send out four random guys, four nobodies. I mean, four people, that's two people to pull Kevin away, two people to pull Sammy, and they don't even need to become part of the storyline. Because, because, because there's no thought. Why did you have to do the exact same thing two nights ago? Because, yeah, it's two nights no or two weeks. weeks. Two nights.
2: Well, that is TV. They're not thinking about that mm. two-night thing. But the fact that they carried Brian and Shane out is a big deal. That's why I. That's why I believe they did it for two weeks in a row on SmackDown. Now Raw, I'm not. I'm not worrying about Raw.
0: So in eight days, you get three, three people times. carried
1: off in a stretcher. That's, I don't care which way they're looking at it. They got to look at it a better way. Well, as far as the segment on SmackDown, I thought one his promo to start the show was exactly what was needed because that crowd was on fire for him. You you kind of needed to address that right away, and. Leading to the whole night waiting for the is Daniel Bryan gonna reward or what was it? I forget what the the other word was they were using, but or punish punish. The two of them, he kind of had that hanging out there the whole night. He addresses them in the the main event main event segment quote unquote. I thought they built it really well. I loved the turn from them coming out and. Being so happy for him. Sammy Zane is is excellent. Sammy Zane saying, you know, any show with Kevin Owens, Sammy Zane, and Daniel Bryan can't be the
3: B show. It's a dream show. This is a dream team. (laughs) And he's not lying. No, he's not. Especially, like, Sammy Zane is most improved. Like, all they had to do was switch this guy to heel, and he's light years ahead of what he was. This is great.
1: Yeah, it is. So... Daniel Bryan ultimately fires them. And as he's leading up to saying that, you can see Sammy looking like he's about to literally cry. He fires them. Kevin Owens snaps. They obviously, we we saw the beatdown that happened. We got the the brief moment of a comeback from Daniel before the powerbomb on the apron, and he gets stretchered off. I thought it was good in that they showed us we're going to actually let him wrestle. Because that was the main point they proved. And like Alo said, them brutally beating those two guys on consecutive weeks, that is a big story for those two guys heading towards WrestleMania. But to anyone who claims how WWE is bending so over backwards for Roman Reigns, they really cut the legs out of the whole Roman Reigns story by doing this with Daniel Bryan the next night. Because the crowd was not that sympathetic towards Roman.
3: And then they did it with Daniel Bryan, who everybody loves, a night later. They chanted, you deserve it, to Roman Reigns. Like, I'm, obviously, I think that's stupid. Like, you guys know that I I like Roman. I believe he deserves to be in this position. Like, he works hard. And nobody, like, nobody pushes out matches like Roman Reigns, unless your name is AJ Styles. Like, right now. Like, Roman Reigns is good. But... I don't, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so like, because all I keep, all I want to do is like, just talk about Daniel Bryan and talk about the things that is going to happen. What I think is he's like, look at the year that we can plan out for him, like, and all the stuff he can do and how the product is automatically upgraded. Like, obviously when you saw it, you were like, oh, wow, I, you were probably excited to watch SmackDown, right? Yeah, so the first thing I saw the alert
1: and I was like, this is fake. So I immediately went to the WWE account to make sure it was really tweeted by them and not something someone photoshopped or a fake account. And I was like, I can't I can't believe it. I don't even know what to say. And yes, could not wait to watch
3: SmackDown to see him come out and address the situation. And, and I, I thought was asleep. they handled it really well. I was asleep when it all the news came out, and I woke up to your guys' text and the alerts from Bleacher Report and WWE and What I text you guys was like my legit reaction. Like I really like woke up to this like f and s like Mm, (laughs) Like, I was really like surprised. I couldn't believe it. Well, yeah, it's a huge story. It overshadows anything else
1: that's happening in the company right now. Um, Does anybody have any other thoughts on Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens changing his Twitter name (laughs) to Kevin Steen?
0: No, I mean on top of his the Twitter work he did all day or like tweeting Daniel Bryan, tweeting WWE and saying how, how it meant to him. Um,
3: he was there. He he was there in the the crowd
0: when he won in New Orleans, um, years ago. How amazing is it going to be that you could return this and that? I mean, it was so, so into his character and that's why
1: he's the greatest. So something about Kevin Owens that I find interesting and Max Landis, who did the wrestling isn't wrestling video. I reference him a lot. Um, he he did a thing about Kevin Owens before where he said the blank look he gets on his face either right before or right after he does something really bad. And he's like It's almost like he has some form of PTSD or something where he loses control of himself and he's either like, I don't know what I did, I can't believe I did what I did, what made me do what I did, but there's almost like a dead look on his face. And what happened on Tuesday was not that. This was legitimately, he snapped, and my feeling is almost, we kind of joked the whole time this was going on that they were just pretending to like Daniel Bryan, thinking, oh, he's on our side, we're going to kiss his ass, basically. But, to me, I read that as, I respect this guy, I look up to this guy, and he betrayed me. And he legitimately, it was anger that he let out. This was not something he regretted. This was not something that, oh, how could I do this? This was... What he wanted to do. Because Sammy didn't want to do it. He kind of goaded Sammy into following through with it. And the other thing that they did that I think was really good. And I reference the Dark Knight trilogy a lot with wrestling. While I think those movies are kind of overrated. There's a lot of aspects to the story and character. That I think are so important in storytelling. And in The Dark Knight Rises when Catwoman leads Batman to Bane. And you just know, as soon as she closes that door behind him, like, oh, God, Batman is going to get destroyed by Bane. He's not ready for this. And that was the feeling I had leading up to this confrontation. Um, I'm literally feeling, as a 38-year-old watching and knowing it's not real, thinking, I hope that they don't, like, destroy him. And it obviously leads to that. And I just think it's really effective that they, when you can make the viewer feel afraid for one of the characters. I think that's so important, and I respect that they were able to do it, which they wouldn't have been able to do it with many other guys. I think a lot of it is Daniel Bryan's history and what we know about what he's gone through in real life. 24 hours prior, they clearly couldn't do it. Right, (laughs) right. No, they couldn't. Uh, So, WWE Championship picture. Uh, There's
3: some rumors about an AJ injury. I don't know how serious it is. Triple H said it. That's... When we were not on air, I saw something that Triple H said that they're working to get him back to health.
1: So it is real, but, is but we don't hurt. know how severe or how long he'd be out. As of right now, we assume he's going to be on the card. AJ's on yeah. record to say he'll show up to Mania with one leg. With if one leg, yeah, I did yeah. see him say that. Um, is it just me, or are they not actually building towards AJ and Nakamura? I feel like they're just relying on this is the
3: match. Yep. Is it? Yeah, I feel is it like, just me. But does I don't know about you guys. Maybe I'm just a mark. Does it need any more build than it already has?
2: <laughs> well, the, from what Ron's saying is, Shinsuke Nakamura he won the Royal Rumble. He's done nothing in a year on SmackDown. So for, for us who watch it as a, who watch the show as a whole, and not just oh we like him, he's cool. We need to be sold on like okay, this character deserves to be in this position. But they're not doing that. He just shows up every two weeks or whatever. On Before Rumble, he wasn't even on SmackDown for months except for in dark matches. And now he's just beating Rusev the last two, two out of the last three weeks. And it's not even leading towards anything for WrestleMania. Not really any tension between him and AJ. He just sees AJ in the backstage. He saw AJ backstage. But that's it. It's like... We don't care about anything that's going on with Shinsuke Nakamura. It feels more like that. It feels more like Roman Reigns is the Royal Rumble winner than Shinsuke Nakamura is.
3: You didn't like that Shinsuke segment, though. But it—it
0: it not- seems like it's poorly ex- uh, executed. It's basically like, all right, they want to beat the SmackDown roster wants to beat down the champion, or the SmackDown roster wants to beat down the number one contender, the man who won the Men's Royal Rumble, and it's supposed to be Shinsuke's got AJ's back. AJ's got Shinsuke's back but they're just not executing it well.
2: Yeah, and then... Oh, I lost my train of thought. In WWE, they're like they're like Ron said, they're relying on the indie marks for this. It's like, oh my God, AJ vs. Race will be so awesome. It's be just like Wrestle Kingdom 10. That's all they're relying on. But can I blame them for that? No, because that's what people have been wanting. And WWE, when they signed these two guys, they knew this was like a money match down the road. Triple H saw Wrestle Kingdom 10. So he knew eventually he's gonna get these two in the ring together and it's just gonna sell. You don't have to do much, but to a to a, a fan like us who watches the whole show in totality, it's not it's not doing anything. Like I don't even care about Shinsuke Nakamura anymore. I really don't. The one thing I'll say in the defense
1: of it, as I was having this thought as you were talking. My thinking is, why can't you just have a storyline where they're kind of one-upping each other on the way to WrestleMania? and that's that's,
2: that's the face-versus-face thing. You always
1: one-up each other. But if AJ's hurt, that kind of... But I'm giving them too much credit to think that was in their plans anyway. I get your point, Prep, about it being it is a big match that people wanted to see, and they're two pretty established guys in in the larger world of wrestling that probably don't need a story. But to your general WWE fan... Are they as invested in... Everybody's invested in AJ Styles, I feel like. He's definitely brought it in WWE. But has Shinsuke Nakamura proved enough to the general WWE watcher that he's a big deal and he's important and I should be excited about this?
3: Nope. You don't think so? No. There's... I mean, but it's... It's just one of them things, like like I said, like maybe I'm just a mark. It I just don't need to see anything else.
2: Like, oh yeah, yeah. I don't blame it. I don't blame you for feeling that way. It's just WWE. It's just like, oh, like, Ron says a few weeks ago. I was like, okay, we just they throw a variety show. There's just throw guys out there. Okay, you guys like Becky Lynch. Okay, you guys like Nakamura. They have a cool entrance, and that's it. <laughs>
1: That's, There's no effort or thought yeah. to it other than that. Oh, you guys will cheer for this. You like this one, so we'll Yeah, give it, I have give
2: no doubt the amount should be good. It's just on a weekly television show, it's like, why do you why do you why would an average person care?
1: The other thing I'll say, and I wrote about this a lot when I was writing for TJR, is that the show as a whole is not being produced for a certain demographic. They're trying to get the show to appeal to as many demographics as possible. And as a wrestling fan, that's hard to stomach sometimes because we're forced to watch stuff that's not meant for us. So I, I guess ultimately what I have to chalk it up to is they know who the demographic is for that match. So WrestleMania, they're appealing to 10 different groups of people. They know this match is going to appeal to one certain group, and they're not really worried about making the other nine groups care about it. And I guess that's kind of the way they go about all of their business at this point. Yep. This is for the kids. This is for the indie marks. This is for the casual fan. This is for the teenager. I think that's the way, and that's kind of why the show feels so up and down, because none of it is meant for the same person. Um, well, and then also the sad part is to play, and I'm not trying to play
0: devil's advocate for the A, e, but whether they build interest for it or not, the minute the bell rings... Everyone in that arena, everyone in that
1: stadium, they're going to be hooked. Right. Everybody's going to be invested in it when the time comes. Uh, No Rusev Day entrance. Was was anybody else pissed about that? (laughs) A
3: little bit. I was pretty (laughs) bummed about that.
1: Uh, I don't have any other notes for SmackDowns. If anybody has anything else to (laughs) get into on SmackDown, feel free before we move on to Raw. (laughs) Sure, yeah. I got nothing. Let's talk about the, Halo? Color, the big dog. Carmelo's flopping. <laughs> I will give it that. I liked that we got an attempted cash-in, and the cash-in cost Charlotte a match. So there was at least that. Uh, so, yeah, on Raw, obviously the biggest story is Roman and Brock finally about to face off, although they weren't supposed to because Roman was suspended. He shows up all on his own. I respect the work that Raw is doing trying to do things to make people like Roman. I think this was a good effort. Him showing up there on suspension, I think, was a big deal. Um, the U.S. marshals coming out and <laughs> cuffing him. Did anyone see the GIF on Twitter? I didn't. No. So one of the
0: U.S. marshals is claiming Roman dislocated his yes. jaw. Yes.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> That's
0: a There is a GIF of his jaw flopping. It is great. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, uh, and- I like Roman more after.
1: Yeah. So Roman is cuffed, the music hits, and Brock comes down to face off against a defenseless Roman Reigns. Um I may sound ridiculous saying this. I didn't think the beating was brutal enough. I feel like it needed to be much much worse.
2: The stretcher thing didn't make it worse for you?
1: No, be- the Brock no. coming back twice? If he would have done more to him? All he really did was tip the Tip it over. We seen Braun do ten times worse to Roman than what Brock did. I felt like there needed to be more, and I felt like they didn't quite get there. I thought it was effective, but it didn't quite get there, and obviously overshadowed the next night by what happened to Daniel Bryan. Where do we, where does everybody feel like we are on this Universal Championship match for WrestleMania?
2: Well, um, you just said they're trying to get Roman over. Or- but at this point, I don't think they'll, tr- they'll build sympathy for him, but they don't have to get him cheered. They just have to get Brock booed in this instance. But one thing I love, I love Kurt saying Brock was in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> I that was hysterical. <laughs> but that like said, all this stuff they're doing, like Roman's hitting on factual stuff. And the beating, we got, we, we got the s- similar thing on, on SmackDown the week prior, and we on the next thing on SmackDown, whatever. But I thought, I thought it was like a, a brutal beatdown. Diff- I'm being a little different from you. Mm-hmm. Because it's like Roman was defensive. Even Roman had the handcuffs in handcuffs on. It was a nice little touch to it. and he, like, Even him trying to like, defend himself in that aspect. But the most important thing for this story is that we, we don't need to hear from Paul. We need to hear from Brock. Now, Brock, he doesn't talk in the ring. But he's great in those sit-down interviews. And we, in those sit-out inter- if, if we get one of those leading up to WrestleMania in the next two weeks... I I think he needs to talk about how he doesn't care, how he doesn't like the fans, or he shows up, and how he shows up, how he, um, shows up whenever he wants and stuff. Like that has to sell. It has to come from Brock and not from Paul.
0: Agreed. I agree, but I think that will be gold in the ring. Say it right to yeah, the th- crowd. Yeah, I
2: agree. It should be in the ring, but Brock he doesn't talk in the ring. He he says one word in the ring, but in those sit down interviews back in those sit down interviews, he's always great in those. He had
0: a good one liner to to Roman last year. Well, he's um, there's probably a lot of profanity, but basically he said, <laughs> "Boy, you don't you don't deserve s, sir."
1: Yeah.
0: He said, "He said you think you deserve this? You don't deserve." Yeah,
2: oh, he'll say a one liner, but those backst se- those um interview sit down segments he does, they're always really good. I would prefer it in the ring because you can get a live reaction and not be going... um. Get a tape recording reaction. But I think it would be great if you got it from him in person.
0: And in the ring is the best way they're going to have a chance to do what they're having such a hard time to do and getting people to boo him.
2: Right.
1: I think he's getting boos, and I think people are... Uh, they were loving him coming back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was stupid. I think there are people that are tired of him.
2: Well, I, well, I don't know because like I, like I said last week, he still gets positive reaction. But you have, i saying, you have to hear hear from him. And if you hear from him out his mouth, not Paul's, he could generate his own heat. And he, and like there, Roman was hit on like factual stuff because he's been doing this since he's been back. And if you hear from Brock, it'll make it seem so important and feel much more authentic than hearing it from Paul.
3: Yeah, prep your thoughts on all this. I didn't like it the simple fact that I just didn't want Brock to show up. Like, if Brock wouldn't have shown up, that's how you get him booed. Like, if you advertise him and then he's just not there, And Vince guarantees he's there. So that, and that's, I'm glad you said it, because that was my feeling
1: exactly, was what is starting to slowly work was Brock not being there, Roman coming out and saying all the things that we all say, And like you said, Vince guarantees he'll be there the next week. Now Vince is on the hook because he guaranteed Brock will be there and he still didn't show up. I think that was the storyline we needed was really keep flipping off the fans and his responsibilities. And now that he showed up, it kind of took some of the steam out of that aspect of the story. Now to Alo's point, he can say all those things now, but I think one more week of that when the guarantee was he would be there and he still doesn't show up, I think that would have been way more effective than this was, and maybe this would have been
3: effective on the Go Home show if he showed up just to do that. Yeah. For another thing that I want to see, and you know they're not going to do it. Like I, this is just wishful thinking. I don't want Roman Reigns to be on Raw till Mania. Like I don't want to see him. So you want him out injured? Yeah. Why don't Why don't they sell injuries? Like we, they could do the same thing with Daniel Bryan. Like. What if he just doesn't show up, but they announce that he'll be at Mania? Right. Yeah, that is effective because it adds a level
1: of, like, mystery and intrigue leading into it. Because you don't know what is he going to be like when he comes back. Mm -hmm. Um, Intercontinental Championship, we have The Miz, we have Finn Balor, and we have Seth Rollins. So, did The Miz take my gimmick by calling them their non WWE names? He yes, called. He's been Tyler listening Black, to the show lately. Tyler Black. He called him Prince Nevitt, Prince which Nevitt. I thought was funny, instead of Prince Devitt. Made fun of indie fans. I feel like he's just taking my act on this show. Yeah. Last on Monday. I'm not the only one who feels that way. No, I popped for that.
3: <laughs> Ron, I figured out what you are. What am I? You're, you're the IWC to the IWC. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. This week's a little different because you're a lot more interested in the product, Right. Right? So, like, what I had in mind was kind of redundant because, like, you're into it this week. But I guarantee the next week you'll probably be back out of it. I feel, yeah, I feel like whatever you were going to say, you should say it, though. No, because, like, I just want to know, like... Because I'm What's not into everything. I'm happy that this one thing happened. What's besides, like, because, like, interesting shit happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they can't hit it out the park all the right. time, you know? So, what makes you, like, not... What makes you so angry at the product? Like, What makes me so angry at the WWE product?
2: Yeah. Oh, here we go.
1: <laughs> so, the, ma- the main thing is, the time commitment they require of us... They're expecting such a high level of effort from us to follow all of this. Now, granted, they cut us a break with the monthly pay-per-views instead of, like, every three weeks there's one. I feel like it was almost a second full-time job keeping up with WWE for the last year and a half. For me putting in that level of effort to follow what they're giving me and for me to then feel like they're putting in such a low level of effort on making it entertaining... The storylines that don't make sense or a story that's going one way one week and then they kind of ditch it and go a different way the other week or they start something and then stop it before they get to where they were going. Um, Character inconsistencies. I feel like it's not hard to tell a story. You may not always tell a good story, but to have an idea of I want to tell this story with these two people and this is how it's going to play out. I feel like that's not hard to do or this is this character's motivation. This is why they're going after what they're going after. And this is why this other character is trying to get in their way. They don't do that. I think that's what has bothered me the most is me feeling like you're asking so much of me and you're not giving me the same level
3: of effort in return. But the thing the problem that I have with that is they haven't done that for like we just re- reviewed a show what 14 years ago. Yeah. That I still don't know, 14 years later, why (laughs) there was a match at the end (laughs) that a guy wrestled at the beginning of the card. I don't know why there was another match. They never explained that to me, and that's just something that they do. Like, Aren't you used to it already? So
1: my only defense with that was when that show happened, I was 14 years old. The reason why those two matches happened was because there was a draw in the Royal Rumble, so both guys got a title shot. And I probably should have said that on the show, but I never thought of it when we recorded well, it. Well, then what happened the year before that? The year before that, yeah, that I don't Hogan remember.
0: Hogan uh, challenged Yoko on the spot. That's right. Um,
1: but, yeah, I, I'm not looking at... Future SmackDown GM. When I was 13, 14, <laughs> 15 years up. old... I hope not. I'm right on top. <laughs> Yeah, we'll when I on the B show. We'll get to that. the <laughs> B show as a burner? Yeah, when I was in my childhood years, I wasn't looking at it that way because I was of the mindset that this is what, what's happening is really happening, and I'm actually just invested in what's going to happen. Now that I'm watching where I know it's not a real fight, I know they have determined ahead of time who's going to win the matches. Sometimes a year in advance, they know who's going to win a certain match. I feel like you owe it to put your best foot forward. Now, granted, I know they can't tell a great story for every character that comes on Raw and SmackDown every week. But I feel like they should be able to give us two good major stories on both shows. And if...
3: I guess what I'll ask you is, do you feel like I criticize unfairly? No. But here's here's where I was ultimately uh-huh. leading to, because this is what... This is what chaps my ass. <laughs> the, uh, so the other two weeks ago or something, you were complaining about. Oh well, I hope that AJ and Knock doesn't deliver. <laughs> I think it, I said that to stick it to the marks, right? right? But how long before you're saying that about this guy right here, Daniel Bryan? <laughs> Uh, I won't say that about Daniel Bryan. How do you know that you won't say how? How do you know that you won't? You're the IWC to the <laughs> IWC. Like, how do you know that this won't get on your nerves eventually? The reason why that won't get on my nerves is one.
1: I love that guy, Daniel Bryan.
3: And you don't love AJ. I do love AJ, but here's here's the
1: difference for me, and maybe I'm a hypocrite. Um, as long Shins as you can, can admit it. Yeah, Shinsuke. Not <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying I am. Live I'm your saying, truth. <laughs> The idea that this the fans who are cheering for AJ and Shinsuke Nakamura will complain every week, oh, this was too predictable, oh, so predictable, oh, Roman won, so predictable, Cena won, so predictable. As soon as Shinsuke Nakamura got signed by WWE, everybody knew we're going to get AJ versus Shinsuke Nakamura. But that's not predictable. You knew it the second he stepped foot in that company. So what bothers me, and a lot of times... My problem, is, my problem is never with the talent. Very rarely. William Goldberg, that's a problem <laughs> with the guy. Randy Orton, that's a problem with the guy. Uh, but Not his talent,
3: but him
1: as a person. As a human being. and they're as are Right, exactly. That's like, I don't like these
3: people. Even though William Goldberg does have a lack of that. He does lack talent, yes. Um, I'll give you that.
1: Yeah, but my problem with that is more so the inconsistency in the people watching... Where they'll go nuts for something two guys do, and then another two guys do the same thing, and they yep. hate it because of who the two guys are. Yep. So I don't have, a, I don't want AJ and Nakamura to suck. I want it to be good because I love AJ and I like Shinsuke Nakamura, even though I've been bored with most of what he's done on the main roster. But yes, I, I think I said this on the show about three weeks or a month ago. How I've, I'm very much a into whataboutism, where you say this thing that contradicts the thing you said before and I can't wait to tell you how you contradicted mm-hmm. yourself. So I have fallen into this bitterness where I can't wait to laugh in your face when the thing you wanted you're now complaining about. So
3: here's, here's what I want to ask of you mm-hmm. because I want – it breaks oh, my heart. Be, before you say that, I do want to say –
1: it is a very great description of me being the IWC to the IWC. <laughs> We're going to put that on a shirt. That is what I'm doing. We're going to put that on a shirt. That is really what I'm doing. Oh, the IWC is to the IWC. Is everything you guys do to Roman Reigns or John Cena or to WWE, I am trying to turn that around on you. I don't blame you because that, that that's one
2: reason I stay away from social media. I don't like to argue.
3: Bingo. He just proved my point And argue. that's what I want you to do. Is what? Stop looking S- at it? Stay away
2: from social media. No, no. And I, I didn't say stay you away. I didn't say stay away. It's just that you can't avoid it at this point unless you don't want to go on social media. But this guy needs so He doesn't even want to go to Mania. We're about to see Daniel Bryan and he doesn't want to be there. This is my thing. <laughs> this is my thing. Some of the... I see the most ridiculous stuff on wrestling... On, on Insta, wrestling Instagram, in wrestling Facebook groups, and I'm like, you guys sound stupid. You really do. And Roman's shut down my throat. Oh, um... AJ Styles is the... AJ Styles is the best. Oh, Roman is... Roman that. I'm like, dude, like, you sound so ridiculous. You'll... Like Ron said, you'll boo... What's the... You'll, you'll cheer AJ, AJ Styles and Nakamura could have a match. Roman Reigns could have the same match with, um... With Seth Rollins or AJ Styles, the same exact match, and you'll boo that match. It doesn't make any sense. And then you'd be like, oh well, th- like he's at WrestleMania in the chicken spot. Oh well, I think that uh, Your you infamous long. <laughs> I don't think Roman connects with the fans because he wasn't in the indies. But you like you like Rusev, you like Alexa Bliss, you like Charlotte, Yelon, you like The Rock, right? He had this huge indie career. He was the Ring of Honor champion. He was the IWGP Intercontinental champion, right? Rocky, Rocky, my man. The, the R- exactly. It's like, do people sound stupid. And it's just like, do you, do you ever just sit down and enjoy anything? And you don't.
3: My personal opinion, I think Ron would enjoy the product way more if he stayed away from social media. I'm wrestling social media. No,
2: no, 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 he won't because they do the same stuff at the shows. Don't here's, boo Roman, but get chan- this is awesome. Here here's where I will
1: mostly agree with Prep on his comment about me interacting with social media. Is when I can see an individual person saying it. It's one thing to hear a whole crowd and be like, oh, you guys are idiots. When I see one person saying something dumb. Like, I'm now pissed off at you, and then I know there are other people like you. And it is true. I get really worked up over that stuff, and it definitely eats at me, and then I do hear it on the show. If I only heard it on the show, it might not piss me off as much as it does,
2: knowing, like, I know you guys are out there. And I know where this started from. This started at Summerslam when me and Ron went. <laughs> With John Cena vs AJ Styles. This was start. This started at Summerslam. <laughs> Ron will never go to Brooklyn again. <laughs> this started at Summerslam. I was there because they. Ate- Cena puts on this amazing performance against AJ, loses, and they boo him. But they were chanting, "This is awesome!" Five minutes prior.
1: Yeah. So. And, and prep is definitely right about one thing that I, I let it affect my enjoyment of what i enjoy granted when there's stuff i enjoy i enjoy the hell out of it
2: well i don't think that it ruins your enjoyment i think you still enjoy but you enjoy everybody else's reaction after
1: <laughs> after it, it happens yeah i'm falling into a, i'm falling into a weird place because you
2: can because <laughs> you can enjoy anything and you always do like you don't you're not usually that negative unless something's completely bad you won't say anything really negative about it. But the fact you can enjoy it, and then you can still enjoy everybody else being mad. Because everybody else gets mad at Roman winning, Cena winning. They get mad at that stuff. But it doesn't make any sense because they'll, they'll, they'll automatically have a contradiction right after that.
1: Right. So, Prep, I will accept your challenge. And I will try to avoid wrestling Twitter. I may just mute WWE and mute NJPW and all these
3: things on my Twitter account. I don't You're really so look at mania. Facebook. At least till Mania because it's one of those things like Mania's going to come and it's going to be great and I'm going to be pissed because I didn't get to enjoy it because you were too busy worried about... (laughs)
2: The IWC. Oh, no, no, no. He can enjoy the show. It's just when we get back to this sh- show the next Wednesday is when it, all the fun happens.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did infamously mention the SummerSlam hangover for like three months after we left
2: Brooklyn. Yeah, had but you're show. pushing three years now. I know.
1: and, I, and Because I,
2: nothing, cause the fans haven't changed. And then after being there and going to other shows, even though we boycott Raws for the most part, well, we do boycott Raw, but... <laughs> It's still happening. And it's like, are you serious? Really? You sound ridiculous.
1: And here's here's the part Well, as where much as
0: he likes to ridicule the IWC and indie mm-hmm. fans,
1: he does have a blast when he goes to an indie show. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why I have that leg to stand on. Because I'm not saying New Japan sucks. I'm saying stop sucking off New Japan so much that you hate everything else. And this is where I agree that it's gotten in the way because there was a point when I was always talking about the next wrestling boom is the indies. It's happening right now. And I was really getting into it. And then I got so sour. You
3: subscribed to progress. <laughs> because Russ told him to. <laughs> yeah, I did. I,
1: But it, I, it really got in the way of me appreciating the other stuff because I was just so mad all the time.
2: Well, and also, everybody compares WWE to New Japan now, for whatever reason. Uh, like, oh, well, New Japan's doing this. Or, well, their match in New Japan was like this. Or, like, oh, well, the Young Bucks are doing this. WWE's tag Division not doing this. That's just what everybody does now.
1: Yeah. The other thing that I think bothers me, WWE-specific, is that they have to have, like, a little weird term for everything. Like the WWE universe. You don't turn on an NBA game and they're calling it the NBA universe. Yes. <laughs> they're just... <laughs> Yet. You know what? I will really tip the cap to you if 10 years from now they're, they're calling it the NBA universe. Um, did I satisfactorily
3: answer why you feel the way I do, or did I not quite get there? This was fun. Good. I enjoyed it, so we can keep going. If I don't, if, if you keep coming out with the same stuff <laughs> in the coming weeks, I will bring it up again. All right. But this um, was great. I'll be ready for it.
1: Um... So, okay, we could skip over The Miz because he basically took my act anyway. <laughs> um, the women on Raw, we officially now have Alexa versus Nia Jax Romania. We talked last week about when Nia got her hands on Alexa, Alexa escaped. Um, it interrupted the match, but, well, Alexa left her match with Asuka. Is that the last appearance by Asuka on Raw? I believe, I believe so,
3: yeah. I don't think so. I think she'll be on both.
1: You think she's going to go back and forth? Oh, well, yeah, because both, pay- both pay-per-view is going to be both brands. So do you think we'll start seeing that, people on both shows? No, no she just has, what, what are you saying is until Mania, she'll, until she'll, she'll, she'll keep... She's um, not a SmackDown superstar yeah, until, until, she, wins until she wins the title. I got you. Mm-hmm. Um, Sasha and Bailey. the match I didn't really care for, but I think the interaction with them, Sasha coming out, and this kind of gets to a discussion I think Eck and I had last week where Sasha's dissing of Bailey has been very much in the ring oriented and Bailey's was more life personal uh motivated. And Sasha comes out and says, you know, what I did to you in the Elimination Chamber, I wanted to win the championship. And that's what the boss character always was. Basically I'm gonna be a jerk because that's how I'm going to get what I want, and that's how I'm going to be successful. Whereas Bailey took it personal, and she's like, I can't get over what you did. So you see the, even though it's not the same story as it was two years ago or three years ago when they had their NXT TakeOver match that everyone loved, but the root of the characters are still there. You see how different they are. Sasha's saying, look, I, I forgive you for what you did last week, what I did was only to win the championship, but you're still my best friend. And Bailey's saying basically, eh, you're not really my friend anymore because of what you did." So, is this going to be a Mania match? Or no. Are they going to be in the women's battle royal?
2: Sasha's already said she's going to be in the battle royal.
1: Okay, so I didn't see that.
2: So, is, so is this going anywhere? Is, is this? It'll go. One of these two is winning the battle or winning the battle royal. And I like Bailey's promo because it can't, like I said, you said, can Bailey cut a heel promo? This wasn't a heel promo, per se, but it was off of truths. And Sasha did kind of give her that evil, devious look at the top of the pie when mm-hmm. she threw Bailey down inside the chamber. So, Bailey has points here, and I do think Sasha may try to do it again at WrestleMania. Now, to get the WrestleMania moment out of this, or, or the night after WrestleMania... I think that's when we get the full Bailey turn because I think Sasha may actually end up winning this thing, doing the same thing, throwing out Bailey and Bailey taking it even more personal and finally snapping on at WrestleMania or the next night on Raw.
1: Sasha is that friend it, who's it, your best friend when she's better than you, <laughs> and when she's not, she's not such a good friend anymore.
0: If they can make this match actually matter and make the result of it matter, Sasha wins. Bailey's pissed off, pulls the hair tie out, runs and
2: racks her. <laughs> yeah, saying. Make that moment right on the spot. Yeah, that'll make the match. They'll talk
1: about this match forever.
0: Mm -hmm. It has to happen
2: at Mania or the night after.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's actually a good idea. You just sold me on the not that I wasn't sold on the women's battle royal, but if they're going to make it matter, that's the the
2: main story. That's going to be the main story coming out of that battle royal.
3: Okay, and prep. What did you think of the Ronda Rousey segment? (laughs) Who are we talking about? Wait, okay. Because this is something I could sink my teeth into. Uh Because who has been more hard on the Ronda Rousey stuff than me? Nobody. Exactly. I loved the video, the video, uh, whatever it's called, the video package. Mm -hmm. I loved it. I don't know how you guys felt. I thought it was great. They set up. This is what they should have did when she came. They set up the story. They, they made her a freaking human being. Yeah. And now she's a killer. The only problem I had with it was I made the mistake of watching the dark segment. <laughs> was <gonna> <laughs> what was the dark out. segment?
2: Her or Dana Brooke. Oh. She's super like Dana Brooke. It was
3: ter- bad. Don't watch it. <laughs> this is part of my social media hiatus is don't watch that. Don't watch it. It was terrible. <laughs> and Dana Brooke, she's... Not bad, but she this did, like, a like, jump into her <laughs> arms to take the suplex. This is awful. like Goldberg, Rusev, oh. uh, Jackhammer. Okay.
1: Um, that was exactly what I had in my notes. This humanized her. You kind of saw her story. And Kurt...
3: Kurt was like my grandpa <laughs> and like, he, he had the old man shorts yeah. on, with the tank on the muscle tank and, and then Listen, he had that, he had
2: that, smi- that smirk smile
0: I'm not, on I'm like not it. satisfied
3: like, until Rhonda and Jason Jordan are siblings <laughs> wait did you see that meme that no. it was like um, I think Steph asked him how many kids you had and he said five and it flashed to a picture of him with his five kids and the next slide was Jason Jordan like all pissed off <laughs> That, that would be funny if they somehow work that into the equation. Um,
1: but, yeah, they, they told her story, and it was good because <laughs> yeah. it was better than giving her a mic in front of a live crowd again because she's not ready for that yet. She's not ready to do that effectively yet. So I really enjoyed this segment. I thought it was really smart to do it that way. You saw who she is. You saw where she came from because not everybody knows as much about her
3: as you and I do. 'Cause not everybody watched UFC like the two of us did. And that's the first time ever. I don't know if you guys know, but that's the first time she's ever talked about that Amanda Nunez loss. Yeah. yeah. Ever. I'm, yeah. In, I'm what, they, two years?
2: Yeah, and I'm glad they I'm glad they like hit on that and like didn't acknowledge it. Yeah, because that was one of my issues with
1: the first thing. Them saying she was an Olympic champion and these It's like she has an impressive resume on her own. You don't
3: have to fluff it up for her. Yeah, and you've seen how she was like like obviously she, she was a failure in the Olympics. Like, yeah, she medaled. But you saw her face holding the bronze medal. Like, she wasn't happy. She lived in her car. She couldn't even feed her dog. Right. And and something, I don't know. You didn't listen to Chael Sonnen, right? Mm-mm. On uh, Jericho. So, you have, like, if you want to know about Ronda Rousey and why she is the way she is, you have to listen to how Chael explains it. Ronda Rousey was on top of the world at that time. Why? Because there was nobody else. And she really believed she was the best. And then somebody came and knocked her down and she couldn't take it. Yeah. The way Chael explained it and broke it down like throughout that history of her run. like You can't be the best with only eight fights. Like And then Brazil's over there breeding a killer and mm-hmm. he comes and freaking kills her. Amanda Nunez is the real deal. Like, Amanda Nunez is the best in the division. Yeah. Oh, she's
1: unbelievable. And she's light years beyond. Well, Even Misha Tate was talking about how Ronda wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. And she lost to her, what, three times? Twice.
3: Didn't she lose to her in Strike Force 2? Once. And then in. The, oh, three times because she lost in the UFC twice. Yeah. So And
1: she knew what Ronda's weaknesses were. She just couldn't capitalize on them. Mm-hmm. The first fight, Ronda broke her arm. hmm. So. This was said about Sugar Ray Leonard back in the day that he didn't have a huge following because he was too perfect. And it wasn't until he got beat that people started to invest in him because you can't relate to perfection. It's kind of like in the NBA, and Alo would relate to this. People got behind Allen Iverson, not Shaq. (laughs) The answer. (laughs) Because Shaq, you can't relate. Yeah, you can't. (laughs) You can't relate to Shaq because he's 7 foot 1 and 360 pounds. No. Nah. It's not relatable, but Allen Iverson is 5 foot 11 and 160 pounds. You can relate to that. I think Ronda losing You just bring her in here as oh she's the most dominant force ever and hyping her up like that, that's not going to that's only going to get you so far. Making her an actual person that you can relate to, that's what matters and they finally found a way to
3: do that. Yeah, and we have to be aware that this is only her first match. Like, you can't I'm not going to expect the world from it, you know? Like, I'm just going to enjoy it for what it is and take it step by step. What I really should have done from the beginning, like I should have gave it a chance, but I shot it down immediately because I was upset with the circumstance rightfully so. But <laughs> I wish I would have gave it a chance and now I'm going to Call. I'm gonna say it. I was wrong, and I'll give it a chance from now on.
1: Yeah. So, Eck. Last week, you said that you wanted to see Braun win the tag team championships by himself. Are you intrigued at all by them saying he's gonna get a partner, or you still want to see him be by himself?
0: I'm intrigued and not intrigued. I'm (laughs) not. I'm not intrigued because Aaron said my biggest fear. The I don't like predictability. I think shoving them. With Elias, which is a feud they've been doing, I want them to do something completely random, something completely weird. I know we're not going to get which would be the funniest or what you would love the most. <laughs> I mean, he made he made Ellsworth famous. Imagine if he <laughs> could bring Ellsworth in for it. I still love the idea of him doing it by himself, or like Shawn Michaels tagged with God and no one was on there or in the ring apron to ta- get a tag. Like, can he go out and grab someone from the crowd? I mean, I'm not going to be ringside, but come find me. Um, he doesn't need to tag no one. I pull a ref. like he really. I think he should almost make a joke out of it. That's how I look at it. Or I think it really should be a handicap match. Now, did they specify that he's picking a partner or they're picking a partner for him? They did say he's picking. Okay.
2: Yeah. I'm glad you hit on that because I've been waiting for that to be a... Um, a stump ALO question. <laughs> Show Michaels tag team partner at Backlash on Six is gone. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's
3: waiting. For I've been waiting
0: questions. for that.
3: <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you guys four names and I'm, I'm going to give Ron four names and he's going to tell me less excited or more excited if this person's the partner. Okay. Start with the obvious Elias. Less excited. Samoa Joe. <laughs> Way more excited. Neville.
1: More excited. Well, remember
0: a before that. Remember when he like killed Enzo? I don't know if it was around that time, but remember like when they did that like looked look each other up and down. Mm-hmm. Wow, that would be
3: good. <laughs> and my last one, Bobby Lashley.
2: That was isn't that the report that's oh, gonna be Bobby God. Lashley? Less
3: way less excited.
2: Really, he's yeah. been good. I, when he comes back, you gotta give him a chance. He's been good. That's you guys have I'm my.
1: Saying. You guys have my word. I'll give it a chance.
0: He's been. I, good. I'll give him a chance, but I I don't. I like that more than Elias,
3: but I'll say that. I like Neville? anybody more than Elias, to be honest. And I love Elias. So Me
0: yeah. too, me too. I don't think I, I think this this is not gonna help him.
2: You know Braun's so, Braun tag team partner? Alexa Bliss. <laughs> tag team of the year, right now. Have you seen Mixed Match? No. Should be.
3: I watched Buddy Murphy. the last one and I enjoyed it. I gave it a chance, Alo. I I complained when all the Chemistry stuff started, but I did enjoy this. And you talk task. about
2: Ron complaining and everything.
3: <laughs> so two things:
1: the first one being I, you have my word, I'll give Bobby Lashley a chance. But you also have to understand that he's definitely associated with the time that I was like, I'm done with this.
2: No, oh, but he's got oh, yeah. really better. Like in you impact. have the
3: right, and I, I didn't like his run, his initial run either. But watching TNA with one eyed Closed or one eyed open, however you want to take it. One of each. I, one of each. I enjoyed him yeah.
2: for what he was. Get get past the headband, but
3: he- <laughs> him and Sally, Sammy Callahan, one of my favorite wrestlers. Yeah, I'm definitely like not to gonna that. pop. So definitely not gonna
1: pop if he comes out, but I'll I'll give it a chance to to be impressed. And my thing with Elias is, I don't want it to be Elias, but I will enjoy it if Elias never gets tagged into the match. He just stands there. <laughs> And
3: doesn't have to do
2: anything. But Braun and Elias, they could be like Team Hell No Part 2.
3: <laughs> the only thing I want, this is why I don't want Elias to be his tag team partner, because I, I think Elias deserves his own segment for Mania. Rock concert.
2: Ah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like, Elias is the one person that makes me want to break my um, WWE shop boycott.
3: <laughs> well, if you don't want to do that, Private Hell NYC does have a dope Elias shirt. We'll see. It's an option. It's an option.
2: <laughs> is there a Matt Madness promo code? Of course.
3: <laughs> There's always a promo
1: code. Yeah, the code
2: only thing I'm going to buy is. from the BB shop is the WrestleMania poster. That's it. Uh,
1: only a couple other things to get to. Uh, the Ultimate Deletion. <laughs>
3: awesome. So you loved it. I thought it was great. I didn't love it, but I did enjoy it. It was
2: a mess, but I loved every second of second. So
3: good. I watched it twice.
2: Me two times, really. I
0: put it on for Troy the next day. I did,
2: because I did
3: watch it twice.
0: But. I had him, uh, I think Sunday night, he watched the TNA one, and then he woke up Tuesday morning and was like, How was it? I was like, You'll
3: watch after school. Because you would think that it'd be one of those things like you watch it more than once and get more out of it, but this. The only problem I had with it that it was like too straight to the point. Like I wanted to watch it and see like weird things in the yeah, background the, that I didn't notice. Yeah, because well, how
2: long was the first Final Deletion in Impact? Was it like twenty minutes. I think it was. Ish? I think it
3: was twenty minutes total.
2: Yeah,
1: nine. I think it was nineteen. I don't know why I'm remembering it that
0: way. It was
2: close. It I, was some between seventeen and. 19 I think I think,
0: I think. It, I think it's seventeen-ish if you cut out the commercials. I could be wrong. The
3: initial run on Raw, it started, it was like 10.53, and I'm like, oh damn, this thing's only getting eight minutes, and then (laughs) it got like, what, 21. Was it that
0: long? The the main thing, and again, with WWE's pockets, the thing I'm excited for, supposedly Vince enjoyed it, he liked it, and if he's behind it, you can expect more. Um, If you enjoyed the TNA one, there was a lot more you should want from it. And I think yeah. there's they can they can only go up
2: with those yeah because this could be like a staple for like the Hardys like this could be like their match like their end all be all match yeah I'm real
3: curious what you guys want to see more do you want to see broken Bray or do you want to see woken Wyatt <laughs> <laughs> neither
0: I just want I want Matt Hardy to gr- get like. Uh, like someone every other week and throw them in the lake of incarnation and le- or reincarnation and then go back to uh, some better state of their character.
2: I did like the whole um flashback of the cabin. Matt was like, "This reminds you of anything?" I did like that in flat like all the um the house burned down stuff like that and like it was messing with Bray. Matt with the whole um. Mower World, Lawn Spot, <laughs> and <laughs> Jerry Wills, <laughs> and if, if it wasn't going in slow motion, and
3: Bray just did the spider walk. I was dead. My favorite thing was the that like weird cemetery thing, like in Matt. Like, hide yeah, High and Seagulls. Oh, I was like, oh, oh my
1: god, god. this that is was remember really Remember this was like an old Charlie Chaplin movie or <laughs> something? The music and everything. <laughs> yeah. It was Isn't great. The
2: whole, um, you got the whole world in his hands, giving the little globe, and Señor Benjamin and Jeff in singing yep. it. That was a good touch. Very of A mess and and very creative, but it was fun. I'm sad
3: that I didn't get uh, the original song, though. I do... I think they need to bring that back. And maybe that's something that they're waiting until Jeff comes, but I feel like they need
0: to bring it back. And praying, and I'm doing it for my best friend, but, I mean, if Matt could get some type of accolade, imagine, like... Him winning a championship, and then they finally play
2: the piano correctly. <laughs> so good. I, I really want. I, I really wish Maxwell pinned Bray Wyatt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what?
0: I really Max, wish so. Rebby pinned me.
1: <laughs> I was happy to see everyone used in the segment. Yeah, that the whole group was there. Um, because I know there was a lot of debate on whether is is Rebby going to be brought in? Do they want to deal with her? Are they going to do Senor Benjamin? I was happy that they did all that.
3: And she hasn't changed anything. Nope. No. She is full-on rebby, start to finish. Like, She's already threatening Karen Jarrett at the <laughs> Hall of Fame. Like, oh, I love it. <laughs> Did I love it. anybody see the picture of Maxwell? Like, yes. Maxwell
1: <laughs> that was so good. Awesome. So the the only real nitpick I have is, and it's not that big of a deal, it just was not as in-depth and in detail, and you already said this basically, as the original one. You would you would expect that w, w, WCW, <laughs> WWE. Jeez, you really hate this. <laughs> <laughs> my gosh. WWE, our hope was always, could you imagine what they could do with something like this?
0: They and can do like, it more often. Though. Yeah, that's, they that's, that's
1: didn't. That's what
0: you got to think. Matt was paying the majority of it for the original time.
2: Yeah, it came all that came all out of his pocket.
1: Right. So now there's someone else to pay for it? I mean, he's having a field day, I'm sure. Yeah, but I did enjoy it. It was fun to see. Bray was obviously the character that was much talked about when it was going on. I want to see Broken Bray because that was supposed to be the original thing. He was Broken Matt Hardy that wanted to face Bray Wyatt. I would like a Bray
3: Wyatt, Broken Bray Wyatt, which leads to a Bray Wyatt reboot. I want... I yeah, I just want a new character. Yeah, new whole
2: new thing like Like I
3: think they need to change the name. I think they need to do all that. Yeah, cuz
2: even him, even him falling in the leg reincarnation, he needed to be reincarnated years ago. Yeah, it's now, it's a shame too. I'm
3: sorry.
0: When when they brought up the um his his old house burning down and they showed him from his old vignettes. What do you guys think if next week he comes out of the lake and
3: he's white pants, Hawaiian shirt and that's his full shtick again. I think they should wait till after Mania. Yeah, and bring him you, back you because you don't need to see him. Because you can't really fit him on the Mania card. He's going to be in the Battle Royal. Like. Yeah,
1: he's a guy that definitely I think they needs a break from TV. They say absence makes the heart grow fonder, so maybe let people kind of forget so about
0: him a little bit. Let me rephrase it then. Let's say it's post Mania. Do you think he should come back? How he debuted? Or or, or so? Well, you be would you be satisfied with that as much as you want
1: him as? completely change so the way I would answer that is as you guys were talking about he needs new character be done with it just let that be dead I don't want to say that because I loved the idea of Bray Wyatt and what that could be and so there's a part of me that does not want to let go of that because I even though it it sucks and it's boring and I don't like it anymore there's something about it that I feel like if you do it the right way, it could be really good. It could have been years ago. Yeah, and I don't want to see it go away. So if you wait three months and bring him back as the original Bray Wyatt that debuted coming out of NXT, I'd be all for it, but he needs a family. He needs to be a cult leader. He needs to have that power that he had. It doesn't need to be supernatural, but he needs to be that persuasive cult leader that has some type of power within the quote-unquote WWE universe. Yeah,
2: this is what I want to happen. I want Bray Wyatt to show up at WrestleMania in the press box with President Trump, (laughs) reincarnated as IRS. A real President Trump or a fake one? A real President Trump.
1: I'll give you that. I will gladly let go of the Bray Wyatt dream if I get him as IRS. That'd be amazing. Uh, Do you think he'd be willing to shave that beard?
2: I don't know. Jo- Jojo might I was going to say, you think Jojo
1: would let him shave that beard? Probably not. Would <laughs> um, you shave yours? No. Well, If Jojo asked me to, I would. It would be gone in a second. Yeah, I can't afford Jojo, so anything she says. <laughs> uh, so last thing I have, uh, the whole Cena taker thing. We got the same basic promo, just maybe a little more intensity from Cena. And we got... You all know that I do not want to see this happen. I do not want to see The Undertaker at WrestleMania again. I don't need to see him have a match with John Cena. They're going to. We got, I got the only thing that was worse, which was Kane. <laughs> I, I thought about Kane. You
2: Kane?
1: I was like, you have to be kidding me. Uh, and yeah, people are going nuts for the idea of Cena and The Undertaker, but you already know those people are going to say how awful it was when it happens. Um, it it won't be good though. But does anybody have any anything new or different to add on Cena and the Undertaker?
2: No, it's going to happen.
1: Anybody looking forward to it happening? My opinion stays the same. No. I just want him as
0: the American. Badass. I'm looking forward.
2: <laughs> I'm looking forward to the moment. But after at Kane interrupted, uh, there's no. We're not getting the American Badass after Kane interrupted. Right. My if this match
3: happens, which I don't want him to come out. What if he just doesn't come out? And leave Cena high and dry.
1: And Cena goes and sits with that guy and has a beer. Yeah, what's his name? <laughs> he can sit in section one. <laughs> <He> can, <laughs> he can I forget.
2: A, he can sit in section one oh two R and have all the
1: beers and voice. Um last thing, congratulations to Mark Henry on making it to the WWE Hall of Fame. Well deserved. Well yeah. Took the
3: words out of my mouth. I'm kinda sad that I'm not gonna go and watch it, but <laughs> I watch it on T V. Just wear a salmon blazer that day. He needs to wear that. Oh, he definitely will. He'll wrap. wrap, Texas. It's crazy that that no, not for Texas. The salmon blazer the salmon that he he. Oh, oh,
1: no, I was thinking he meant that because uh, he does wear that, Texas orange color.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was there at that main, um that money in the bank when he fought Cena. God, they wanted him to win so bad. <laughs> yeah, that was was that the best thing he ever did? What, the salmon jacket? The, the turn, yeah. Yeah.
3: That was so good. <laughs> uh, do we have
1: any listener questions? You
2: know, we have a comment from the Godfather of the podcast, Joe Lafferty.
1: Oh, we're
3: going to have plenty of comments next week.
2: <laughs> 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 All right. Dan, Dan, with Dan Bryan back, give him my title. <laughs> he is a treasure. <laughs> Make everything about him. The whole show. Let listen leave. Calm down the women's revolution. Forget Triple H and Stephanie, forget Shane, but please, please, please give him my title. Ryan will even help Roman also. Please make the show about him. Recreate all the matches from the Indies past. Allow some of the other dream matches to finally happen. And please, times a million, please, don't let Idiot Daughter and Doofus Son-in-Law ruin the (laughs) match. His follow-up question was, there are no heels and faces. That's a lie. You, mm-hmm. can't get, you can't get rid of those. You cannot get rid of those in wrestling lab. <laughs> do you see Bryan as champion if you with all of your t- favorite superstars over my title? Or would you prefer him aligning with Owens and Zayn similar to Hogan in the NWO? Stubborn Vince may go in a completely different direction so it doesn't interfere with his four-year Roman Reigns project.
1: I don't want to see him form some type of alliance with Owens and Zane. I don't think they need to do that. I do think that by the end of the summer he should be the WWE champion. So I think that's what people want. I think we didn't get to see it when he was the champion. He had to step away way too soon. So I think it is – oh, I think there was the question – I think he might have asked this question on Twitter. Do you want to see Daniel Bryan or do you want to see Bryan Danielson? I think it was Daniel Bryan that asked that on Twitter. And my answer was I want to see Daniel Bryan because his story did not get to be completed. So I want to see the Daniel Bryan story continue. I want to see him be champion. Doesn't need to be right now, but I do think he needs to be the champion. I think he I think he deserves that. And I think the fans that are willing to shell out money on new Daniel Bryan merch and buy tickets to watch Daniel Bryan, I think they deserve to see that too.
2: Yeah, I think no doubt that Bryan will be champion. By the by the, by the time his original contract's supposed to be up.
3: You said that's September? Yeah. That's already the rumors him Shinsuke at SummerSlam.
2: That'd be something. Pff, yeah. Yeah, where well, he won his where well, he won the WWE title before, so I can see that happening. I have a question.
1: Mm hmm.
3: Because there's still no definitive answer. What's the main event for this mania? Like the true, the last match. Roman
2: Brock. I think it's Roman. Brock it doesn't too. matter. It doesn't matter about having a, that happy ending because the last three re- manias, they well two manias, they've been getting booed at the end because Roman wins. But it doesn't really matter about the reaction. They got so they built up a tolerance to getting booed. Exactly, because we got because <laughs> you guys talked about um, mania ending on a high note or a hat or a happy note and people not booing. We were at WrestleMania last year. They booed Roman, but they ended up um, giving the Undertaker an, an applause. In 32, they booed Roman, too. So, I don't think they care at that point. It's still a moment. They'll just, they'll just bleep out the boos five years from now when they put it on a on DVD. <laughs>
3: do you guys think this is ridiculous? That this is, the like, one of the years where they can make the women's match the main event? Like, the true last match? Because I think Charlotte and Asuka is worth that. Do I think it's weird that they won't do it, or I think it's weird that the women are in a position to be there? No, they're in a position
2: to do it, like... If Charlotte was if Charlotte was more heel, I would say that. At the moment it's face
0: versus face, so
2: yeah. it doesn't make as much sense, no. It it would feel more important if Charlotte was heel. I I, I could buy it even face versus face in the main event, but if Charlotte was healed would have more of a purpose and more of a place in the main event.
1: Mm-hmm. But you would be happy mm-hmm. if they did make that the main event. I would, yeah. How do you two feel?
2: I wouldn't you know, I just watch the show. I just enjoy it. I don't <laughs> care about play, pl- card placement.
3: The only thing I I'm don't still hoping the, the Battle Royals last. <laughs> the only thing I don't want to see last is the Ronda match. Which
1: I was going to say it won't be, but I, I'm not 100% confident saying if it If Laugh was here, he would say that he it's knows all it's going to be about He already said, already said it. already said it <laughs> two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. He did Eck. Do you see him as champion? And should he be Daniel Bryan? Daniel Bryan, Yeah.
0: I mean, if they're going to have him in the company, if they don't want him to leave, it makes the most sense. And, I mean, he's really never got the true world title run that he deserved.
3: Agreed. Prep? Yeah. He's going to beat Shinsuke.
1: Um,
3: Knee to face.
1: <laughs> so we have Stump Alo, if you're ready. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> so, question this week. Who wrestled... For the women's title at Judgment Day 2002...
2: And who accompanied them? Oh, that's to so the easy. Ring. That's easy. I can name the whole card for you. It was Trish Stratus versus Stacey Keibler with Reverend Devon and Deacon Batista. And Trish Stratus was accompanied by Bubba Dudley. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh well, that was too fast. So I feel like you need to do the rest. <laughs> oh, my God. Go ahead. I got the card up. Huh? You went the card up? Yeah. Okay. First match Intercontinental title RVD versus Eddie Guerrero. The second match was the women's title. Third match was Hardys <laughs> against Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. I believe the fourth match was Hell in a Cell, Triple H and Jericho. Uh, f- um no, 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 fourth match was Stone Cold <laughs> against Big Br- Riggers um Flair and Big Show in a handicap match. The fifth match was Hell in a Cell. The um the tag match was Billy and Chuck versus Rikishi and Rico, main event Hogan Taker. No. You missed one I mean I'm not saying you're wrong about what you said, because they were all matches that. I missed one, match? Wait, one wait, match? wait, 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 don't say there. nothing. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. I said Hardy's
0: versus Brock and Paulie, right? Mm-hmm. I'm convinced he's read every match card. No, I, <laughs> from, I, I, from I, I remember this like, show vividly. Since last week, he has read
2: every no, match card. I, I what did you show? say it was
3: after Stone Cold?
2: Hell in a Cell. And
3: then what was after that?
2: The tag titles.
3: Okay, so I know which match he's missing now.
2: Let me see. Wait, 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 wait. wait.
3: And I, I would think he'd miss this. I know.
2: You think you said I would miss this? I
3: mm-hmm. wouldn't think he would, no.
2: Classic.
0: Hmm. It reshaped the industry
3: <laughs> and pro wrestling as a whole don't say nothing yeah don't say no more because you are gonna, gonna think get
2: too you much he <laughs> <laughs> was the opener oh, Stacy was sucking. they got this an extra large probably oh edge Cardango hair versus hair Yeah. <laughs> Boom. what's a dark <laughs> match huh Sunday Night Heat Sunday Night Heat Sunday
3: night <laughs> oh this is this the a special uh, Sunday Night
2: Heat let oh. me see the first one, mm. it is too perfect. <laughs> 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 Done A Sunday night heat.
0: Wait, is it for it? Yeah. <laughs> You, you're not going to get it. you done great. There's no lost points. <laughs> there really isn't, but I'm surprised yeah, that you didn't I mean, this. you've already went over, and over I mean, if you go rewatch rewatch it over the network, yeah, you're not going to no, see for it. No, the, for the, the, the dark, dark match. The dark match. Yeah. Sunday Night, Sunday Night heat. heat
2: match. Huh, let me see here.
0: You did amazing, just so you know. I mean, that was easy. you got to oh, come man. harder than that. <laughs> come, on. come on, laugh. With Tika Batista and, and, and Diva, mm-hmm.
2: Trisha. And Deacon, and Deacon Batista and Oh that's Batista. easy <laughs> Was it for the European title? Yes Who's champion Cause God Cause the title flip-flopped a few times around Just around keep
1: it. in mind how perfect it is
2: <laughs> Oh Mr. Perfect versus No 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 I oh. didn't mean that literally Arthur. I
1: mean like the For cru- this show and oh. for you It is perfect who was in this match
2: D. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Versus. Is it the Regal or Bradshaw? Yeah, it was Regal. Okay. <laughs> Regal is the champion beat.
1: So him. hats off to Alo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's a maniac.
3: He's yeah, yeah that was that
1: was a 500 foot home run right there. Um yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> wow. Uh so congratulations on that. You're you're definitely winning Stump Alo <laughs> since we've started it. Uh LeBron invite.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: LeBron firing on all cylinders right now. You want, you want to know the theme song of that show? was the theme song?
2: <laughs> Twelve Stones Broken. <laughs> wow. I Descri- had that. <laughs> I had that CD. It's in my playlist too. Describe oh the stage, huh? Describe it, it was the stage. A, um, a tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> what color were the ropes?
0: Black.
1: <laughs> yeah, LeBron James the firing Where on was all it?
0: cylinders. <laughs> Holy, it, if he ooh. gets this, ah, oh, sh- sh- you gotta stop somewhere. How many matches
2: did Earl uh
0: referee?
2: <laughs> 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 oh, damn, I know it too. It wasn't in Ohio, was it? No. no. Some goddamn
1: civic center. So like, it wasn't Gundarina in Cleveland? No, Ohio. it wasn't Arena.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Backlash. Did the they probably. really say that? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. Let me do. see,
1: where was it? Aaron, come on, mate. Like, you shouldn't get this right. You really shouldn't. You're not going to get this. There's no way. No, it's in
2: some obscure city. I already know that.
0: It's not that obscure. It's not that that obscure, obscure.
2: but I'm trying to to figure out how to... You probably haven't been there. No, I...
1: (sighs) Can Prep tell you the arena and see if you can figure out the city?
0: Yeah, sure. That yeah, I don't think it's. I know arenas.
1: So
0: say, no, say
2: the sure. arena. Say yes. Say it. the game. Nobody Lord entertainment Center. Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> I know arenas. Oh damn! <laughs> no, 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 no. I see. The thing is, I knew I had a feeling that's what it was called. I'm trying to remember the the, the city. Lord. Live from the
0: Gaylord Entertainment Center. Mm. <laughs> it's WWE Judgment Day
3: 2002. It makes me think that Alo lives on Wikipedia. Yeah, mm-hmm. right?
2: yeah. I, I remember it, I, I remember this pay-per-view. You gotta stop somewhere. You, you said, you said, it's, it's not Tennessee, right? It is in it t- t- is. Oh, okay. Tennessee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right,
3: you got it. <laughs> okay.
2: Nashville. Nashville. <laughs> okay. Congratulations. That's ridiculous. Uh, For
1: brought, all the loyal listeners, if you're in the Philadelphia area, go to House of Hardcore this weekend. Yes, I keep forgetting. That's actually Saturday. Came up quick. Uh, LeBron James, come on the show. You'll be in town in about two weeks. Throne is waiting. Uh, We orchestrated a trade for you. I guess it hasn't come into effect yet, but uh, we look forward to having you on the show. Uh, In the last couple weeks, I've seen WWE promote merch madness, (laughs) and I've seen them promote cruiserweight madness. I got it in my email yesterday, or two days ago. I am Madness. Our show is Matt Madness. Stop trying to make money off of our
3: brand. I will send a cease and desist letter. Please do. I really wish we
2: did Merch Madness months ago.
3: I know. Uh, I have the proof that I did that months ago. (laughs) But it's not going to matter.
1: Yeah, so listen to Falls Count Anywhere with Russ and Matt. The Perfect Edge with Donovan. Throwback Madness. We have a bunch of new roads to WrestleManias. New one coming on Monday unsanctioned library sitting there waiting to be listened to, subscribe on iTunes, five-star ratings and reviews, Elroy Prepson on YouTube to check in with what we've done. So, ALO,
2: any merch you'd like to move? Whatamaneuver.net to embrace the madness and callinnover.com use promo code MattMan for 10% off your order. Got a shirt on right now. It's a great (laughs) one. (laughs) So for
1: Ek2 Fly, Eric Trembicke, for Preptagon Jr., Josh Prepaguina. Thank you later. For Mr. Wednesday Night Live, we call him Alo. The ladies call him Balo, Aaron Lloyd. I am Ron Pashery. We will see you.
0: Getting all there they hop on the top rope. By the land with elbow. Got him now. Put him down right now. Hit them with the palm handle tuning up the band y'all don't understand it's a superman it's a summer slam here we go again fans mocking man man i hate my balls Shut the mr man it ain't safe the land off the cell fans love it ain't hard to tell
2: talking madness awesome well what i'm cooking man y'all off the smell